0: What does it profit if someone says he has faith but has not works? Can faith save him? The question we want to ponder this morning. Often read in the second chapter of the book of James, the answer is emphatically no. Because faith without works is dead, being alone. You notice first of all that the example was given of Abraham. Now when you go back to the book of Genesis, especially find how God tested his faith, he would know if in fact he does if he did what God commanded him to do. We first find the test in chapter 12 of the book of Genesis when God called him to leave his country and his kindred and go to a place where God said he would show him. He didn't know where to go or how long he would be gone, but he had faith in God. And as a result, he was willing to get up and go. Wherever God would lead him is exactly where he would follow. What God would tell him to do, he would do. And then as we come back to the New Testament We learn about that especially in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 that tells us about faith. In verse 8 of that chapter we're told, By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, The heirs with him of the same promise, for he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. He knew that God was going to do what he said he was going to do. Then God indeed would bless him and make his name great. A little bit later in his life, we find where God asked Abraham to offer Isaac upon the altar. And it was mentioned there in James chapter 2 and verses 21 through 24. Was he not justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? He was even willing to put his son on the altar. He was even willing to reach his hand back to slay him, to offer him as a sacrifice. He was in the process of doing so when the angel of the Lord stopped him. And that account is given in Genesis chapter 22. But again, in Hebrews chapter is retold because of proving his faith shown by his works. We're told in verse 17 of Hebrews chapter 11, By faith Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, In Isaac your seed shall be called, concluding that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. Abraham perhaps did not fully understand how God was going to take care of everything, but he knew that God could and that God would. He had faith in him, and he was willing to do what he was commanded to do. But then, what about the next example? What about that of Rahab? After all, we're told of her, here in James chapter 2, and in verse 25, Likewise was not Rahab the harlot also justified by works? when she received the messengers and sent them out another way, remember what all was going on indeed with Rahab? We first find in Joshua chapter 2 that there were spies sent to the land to find out exactly can they overtake the city of Jericho. And we're told, of course, that as Rahab dwelt there and These individuals came to spy out the country. Indeed, she was willing to hide them, to protect them. And notice as she hid them, what she told them. Let's look at Joshua chapter 1, and I want to begin here in verse number 9. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 9. She said to the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land, that the terror of you has fallen on us, and that all the inhabitants of the land are faint-hearted because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites who were on the other side of the Jordan, Sahan and Nog, whom you utterly destroyed. And as soon as we heard these things, our hearts melted, Neither did there remain any more courage in any one because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and on earth beneath. swear to me by the Lord, since I have shown you kindness, that you will also show kindness to my father's house, and give me a true token, and spare my father, my mother, my brothers, my sisters, and all that they have, and deliver our lives from death. Did she not have faith in God? She had heard about Kim. She had known who he was and what he had done, and therefore was willing to protect his people. And in return, she wanted something to be done for her. Well, as we later come to Joshua chapter 6, we find indeed something good was done to her. But you see, in the rest of Joshua chapter 2, she was told that if she wanted to spare her life and the lives of her relatives, that she would have to let someone know exactly which house was hers. And she did so by letting a scarlet cord out the window. And so by taking care of the spies, by showing a sign exactly which place belonged to her. Then in Joshua chapter 6, when the people came to destroy the city, we find that they did indeed see the scarlet core. They knew this is the house that belonged to Rahab. And as a result, her life was spared. She too had faith, and she too had works. But then going back to Hebrews chapter 11, you find indeed Rahab also was mentioned in the same chapter. There in verse 31 of Hebrews chapter 11, it is said, "By faith the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe, when she had received the spies with peace" Again, you find an individual that had faith and works. Faith without works is dead, being alone. We must have faith, and we must have works. So then, how do I receive faith? What is faith all about? Well, as had been mentioned at least on a couple of occasions, the book of Hebrews chapter eleven gives us a very good picture about that. It begins in verse one defining that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You know, the Bible tells us that no one has seen God at any time. However, there are things that we can see to know that God exists. He is the one that created all these things. And if I begin to understand about my Creator, I begin to understand about His love for me and the relationship that I need to have with Him, then I realize that I can be where God is. But there's only one way to get there. And that is through faith. Hebrews chapter 11 then in verse 6 says that without faith it's impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I can learn more about God. I can learn exactly what I can do that will please Him. And by understanding who He is and that He sent Jesus Christ, His only begotten Son, who lived a sinless life, who died upon the cross to shed His sinless blood, who was buried and risen again, it is through Him that I can get to Him. After all, Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one cometh unto the Father but by me. Well then, who is this Jesus? How do I find out more about him? Well, how do we get our faith? From knowing God's word. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17 tells us, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When I begin to read from my Bible, when I begin to read and to study, my faith begins to grow. And I begin to learn more about God, more about His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. I begin to learn about those who followed him. I begin to learn about those who obeyed him. I find the example, the good ones to follow, the not so good ones to learn from and not make the same mistakes. But then I find that knowing is just not enough. Because at least three times in this chapter, verses 17, 20 and 26 we're told that faith must be accompanied by works. Faith without works is dead, being alone. So, can faith save us if we have faith but not works? Well, if the answer is not already clear here from James chapter 2, let's see exactly what Jesus had to say. And to answer that, we go to Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7, beginning in verse 21, he states it very, very plainly. He says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But, he who does the will of my Father in heaven, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. It's very clear, is it not? It's not enough just to have faith. It's not enough just to say, Lord, Lord, but we must do something. We must do the will of our Father in heaven. And by doing, we show that not only does God love me, but also that I love Him. Remember the question that was asked back in James chapter 2 and in verse 15. If a brother or sister is Naked and destitute of daily food. And one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but do not give them the things which are needed for the body. What does it profit? It doesn't profit a thing, does it? John said it this way in First John chapter 3 verse 17. But whoever has this world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, How does the love of God abide in him? Not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. When you look at Jesus, God in the flesh, you find that's exactly what he did. It's very hard, if not impossible, to pick out a passage of scripture and say, this is where Jesus told someone I love you. Perhaps the closest we find is when Lazarus had died in John chapter 11. And it was said of him, See how he loved him. Jesus showed it by the things that he did. And there are things that we must do to show God we love him and to show others that yes, we love them too. And we want to show them the way to get to heaven. And by doing these things, know that God takes notice. That God will remember these things. We're told in Hebrews chapter 6 and in verse 10 that God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love which you have shown toward his name in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. There were those that were commended because not only have they done, but they were continuing to do good things, showing the love of God, and then also pointing out that yes, God will remember these very efforts. But then as we go back to the book of James There in chapter 3, James tells us that good works must be done in the right way. In James chapter 3 and in verse 13, he asks, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. Done in the meekness of wisdom of wisdom. When you think about wisdom, perhaps the individual that comes to your mind is Solomon. One that was wiser than anyone before and also wiser that would be anyone after than he. But how did he get his wisdom? Remember that he asked God for wisdom. And the wisdom that he received came from God and not from man and as he began to un- many times putting into practice the things that he learned from God for the betterment of his people for his kingdom and for himself you can see the results the good things that were done and if we are to be wise not only must we have a knowledge but also good use of the things that God has given to us. When we look at our faith, and we show our faith by doing the things that God has told us to do in the way that pleases Him, that helps ourselves and encourages each other, you can see how it complements faith. In James chapter 2, verse 22, we're told that by works, Faith was made perfect. It is made complete. And then in verse 24, a man is justified by works and not by faith only. It is the faith that we need to come to God, but faith is nothing without works. So how do we show our faith by our works? Well, first of all, we have to get our faith. We need to hear the Word of God from Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. We need to let it grow so we can know more about God and know more about His Son, Jesus Christ. And then I must be willing to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. In John chapter 8 and verse 24, Jesus said, Unless you believe that I am He, you shall die in your sins. Faith is nothing if I don't believe in Him. And if I don't want to die in my sins, I've got to do something about my sins. In Luke chapter 13, verses 3 and 5, Jesus told us what to do. He says, I tell you nay, but except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. If I realize that I have sinned and thus I am separated from God, I must be willing to repent of those. I must be willing to say, I am sorry for what I have done. I will do my best no longer to do the things I used to do. And instead, I'm going to learn what God wants me to do because I believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. I've got to make that statement known. I've got to confess Him. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 10 and verse 32, Whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. Can Jesus confess us? Can he say that I know that this person is my brother, that this person is my sister, that we are all blood-related because of the blood that he has shed for us? Perhaps Paul put it this way. In Romans chapter 10, beginning in verse 9, he says, "...if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus..." and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. He says you will be saved. Confession is made unto salvation. Does that mean that I am already saved? Well, there's still another work that we must do. Jesus said in Mark chapter 16 and verse 16 what that is. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. A work that shows us that we're willing to put off the body of sin and to put on Christ. That's baptism. That's what Peter said on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2 in verse 38. When asked in verse 37, men and brethren, what shall we do? In verse 38, his response was, Repent, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and that you would receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Baptism is for the remission of my sins. And it is the act of baptism that helps save me, according to 1 Peter chapter 3 and in verse 21. But you know, that's not all the work we have to do. There is work that we can do each and every day. We have to show our faith by being dedicated unto God. Remember the words of Revelation chapter 2 verse 10. Be thou faithful even until death, and I'll give thee the crown of life. Be faithful how long? As long as we live. How by doing all that God commands us to do. If I have faith but not works, I am dead. Just like the body without the spirit is dead. Faith without works is dead. Do we have faith? Are we willing to come to God? Are we willing to do all that he has commanded us to do? If you need to respond to the invitation, won't you do something now as together we stand and sing.